0: Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 145. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan, and I have a very special guest here with me. Say hello. Hello, everyone. This is my daughter, Romy. How are you today, Roms? Good. (laughs) You haven't been on the show in the while, in a while. How's your how is your summer break going? It's
1: going good.
0: Yeah. What have you loved about summer? Is it like going on a vacation? Is it swimming? Is it lounging around at home?
1: (laughs) I mean, I love every part of like the trip, but I have to say like everything. I mean, I liked all of it.
0: Oh, good. We've had a good summer 2022, haven't we? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, baby. Thanks for saying hi. Bye. 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 (laughs) Uh, Today's – bye, baby. Thank you. Um, Today's episode is really special, not just because Romy made an appearance, of course, but also because the guest is my friend Lanier Young. Lanier is – fan-freaking-tastic. If you know him, you already know this. I have known Lanier for so long, since like I think 2007, we met in the theater. So if you know me well, you know I used to do a lot of theater here in the Houston, Texas area. Um, It's a good city for theater. There are a lot of theaters here. Um, Big ones, medium ones, small ones, all the things. And um, we met at a Doing a dinner theater show. He's the director. He was the director, and I was the actor, one of the actors, and um, I was the lead in this um, show called Underpants by Steve Martin. So, if you're a theater person, you might know it. And um, it was very silly, and I was like way younger, and I was not near as experienced, and I don't even, I don't even want to know what the performance looked like. It probably was a bit rusty, but we had fun. That's for sure. Um, It was a great experience. And we stayed in touch ever since then. And as you'll hear, whenever Lanier comes on is that we, um, we worked together on his social media. Um, So that's what he's here to talk about is um, what he does as the director of his nonprofit that he runs. um, But also why he reached out to work with me on his social media and how it has helped um, him, you know, him showing up on social media, how it has helped their um, organization, and it has, it has really impacted it, and it's a really special story. They help alcoholic men. I mean, they're literally saving lives, and him showing up on social media was just like this extra, this extra oomph that they needed for their organization, so that they could be supported more. Because when you're this kind of organization. You are working off of donations and things, and so anyway, Lanier explains the whole story. You might know him from his dash cam videos on Instagram and over on TikTok. He is hilarious. He is fun. He is funny. He his heart is full of love. He's a giving individual, and I'm so so honored that he's on the show today. Coming up next is my friend Lanier Young. Today's guest is the Executive Director of The Wheelhouse in Deer Park, Texas. He is obsessed with helping people. And he says, it brings such joy to my heart, a feeling of such awesome worth to help to be helping so many his focus on helping others is born out of his own recovery from addiction. The recovery program, he and the men at the wheelhouse follow is focused on helping others in order to help themselves. Something spiritual about that all works. He he's when he's not at work, he's at his church in LaPorte, Texas, performing or Directing a community theater, volunteering, or doing service with the Rotary and the Deer Park Chamber of Commerce. And a fun fact is that he takes a nap every day. And another fun fact is that he is my friend, and we met, we met in the theater. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Lanier Young. Hi.
1: Oh. Hello, hello. Yes, I miss, you know, I'm too old to do what we used to do, Brittany. Uh, maybe not you. Maybe not you, because you still you still get involved with stuff, but I miss those days. I do.
0: It was so fun. And I just remember, and I'm not just saying this because you're here with me. I say this about you all the time. Um, I just remember, like, from the moment we started working together on that play back in, like, 2007 or whatever it was, I just remember having a special connection with you and just caring so much about you and being like, this dude, this dude is cool. Like there's something about him. I could just feel it from you. So we were destined to be friends.
1: I agree. You and I did not know each other before then. No. Okay.
0: Um, No. Yeah. But I mean, it's been so long. It's so weird to like, speaking of feeling old to be like 2007, wasn't that long ago. And it's like, I guess it was,
1: (laughs) it was, it was was at least for me.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, well, okay. Well, I'm glad that you're here. Um, so as I mentioned, you guys, um, Lanier does such good work in his work, but I also know him outside of that. Um, we met in a theater. He was a director of a play that I was acting in and we've just, stayed connected basically long story short ever since then um but we also in more recent times have gotten to work together on his social media journey but before we start talking too many social media things i want to know if you wouldn't mind just sharing some of your story and how you got to to the work that you're doing today for the wheelhouse
1: yeah t- well, yes today i'm executive director ceo i'm executive director of a non in deer park texas called the wheelhouse and at the Wheelhouse, we help men who want to sober and clean up from their alcohol and drug addictions. If they want to recover, uh, we work with them. And I came to the Wheelhouse in 2009. I was homeless. I had no uh, job. I had no. I had no driver's license. It had been revoked by that point. And uh, I was homeless. I was homeless for about six months. Um, and I, I stayed at the Wheelhouse for seven. Months stayed there for seven months. It's a recovery home that uh, focuses on twelve steps recovery. I stayed there for seven months, I did everything they told me to do, and I've been sober and clean ever since. Four years ago, they asked me to be the executive director.
0: Wow, what a hell of a journey you have been on you know I, just since I've met you I mean, and I don't even know what the hell you went through before I met you <laughs> but but it's been really honestly beautiful to witness these recent years that you've had and it's really quite remarkable i mean i'm sure that you're completely aware of this but i mean like it's not i don't think it's probably the most common thing for someone to come through a struggle like that and then you're turning around and helping other people do the same thing that helped save you right like it's so beautiful it's really before inspiring. i
1: sobered before, uh, before i sobered up i had absolutely no interest no vision no dream to do what I'm doing today. It, it blows my mind every time I, I turn around and, and see uh, what's going on. Last night I was at a house, a house meeting for the new sober home that we opened up two weeks ago, uh, to, uh, to new residents. And, uh, so it's brand new. Um, they, they have had only three house meetings. So I showed up at the house meeting last night and to sit in the corner and watch these men, uh, go around in a circle and, uh, uh, talk about things they needed to talk about and share what they needed to share, um, and and it, it was it was moving for me. In that I'm a part of this, Brittany. I'm watching these men help each other, not only stay clean and sober, but recreate their lives.
0: Right. It's it's one. It's really quite quite amazing, honestly. And I I've loved, I loved even just witnessing it a little bit. It's really special. You're doing such good things for people. I mean, literally saving lives. Um, so, okay. So let's, let's rewind a little bit to just a couple years ago. So you had been, um, already working, um, with the wheelhouse, right. Okay. But the, all of a sudden, you know, 2020 hits pandemic wildness hits, And you reached out to me about social media and getting help with that so that you could be a better support to the wheelhouse and to your efforts there. Right. So can you explain like what brought that on? Like, why did you think you needed help with social media and all that?
1: Sure. Um, At that point, uh, shut down March, 2020 Uh, at that point, um, I had been working for two years as, as the executive director, and I, I made a conscious choice when I started the work uh, that I was going to spend more than 50% of my time actually face to face, either one-on-one with people talking about the wheelhouse, sharing the story of the wheelhouse and, and uh, what we do and, and how we help men uh, uh, create and recreate new lives. Uh, but also uh, in, in group settings, uh, uh, networking, lunches, churches, Chamber of Commerce, Rotary, uh, spiritual uh, care uh, groups. And so 2020, March, what was it? 19? March 24? What was it?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it was March 2020
1: Everything shut down and I'm sitting in my apartment and I was spending, I was spending Every day in my apartment, with the exception of one road trip, and that was to drive to the wheelhouse and stand outside and talk to the men about what was going on. And I'm getting a little emotional because it was a it was a rough time, Brittany, because um, our program is dependent on men who have stayed clean and sober for a period of time who leave the wheelhouse, keep coming back, keep coming back. Uh, keep coming back and attend meetings, sponsor men, mentor, read with them, work with them. And here, not only do we not only do we shut the doors to new men and there are still men on the street uh, in their addiction wanting to go somewhere. Not only do we shut the doors on new men coming in, but we also shut the doors of men who are clean and sober uh, from coming in and working with these guys. So it was it was it was I, I felt like I was in triage, really. Uh, so I spent I spent about a month month and a half, um, doing that, just driving back and forth to the wheelhouse and praying a lot, and talking to them and praying and and uh, working on my computer the best I could and it, and it, and you and I had kept in touch with you through social media, not necessarily uh, uh, <laughs> messaging you and talking to you every day, but I had I was following you, and um, it came it it came to me of. Uh, all of a sudden that I needed to I needed to get to get off off my rear end of my apartment house during the shutdown and do something. And the only thing that I could see um, with regard to reaching out to uh, uh, the public and reaching out to people in our community was to uh, hit social media hard. and uh, mm-hmm. so you took me on you took me on as a consultant, and I understand you don't do much of that work anymore. but at the time you walked me through, how to tell our story on social media.
0: Right. Yeah. We had a, we had a good chunk of time together where we did the one-on-one calls and um, it was, <clears throat> honestly for me, I mean, it was just fun to get to hang out with you anyway. So I was happy to do that <laughs> no matter what, but, um, but yeah, no, it was, it was really cool because you came into that as, like you said, in, in a situation where this was this was negatively impacting you guys as an organization and the important work you're doing. And it was emotional and difficult. And you came into this social media conversation, I guess with me really just open. You were just like, what do we need to do? And that, and Mm -hmm. that was, that was really cool to experience that because you, you know, we don't, that's not how everyone always approaches things. That's the cool thing about you is that you're you're ready to learn you're like let's do this and and you you were just willing to do the work I guess is what it is because well, people-
1: I, you know Brittany I will I will confess I'm willing to to listen and learn and 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 uh, uh be be mentored with 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 things that uh, you know as far as things that I'm I'm not familiar with in general that's part of my personality yes however however uh, there was a, there was desperation, desperation in, in me reaching out to you. And the reason why I'm going down that road is, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be interesting if all of your clients came to you with that same desperation, Brittany, you know, <laughs> I will do whatever it takes, Brittany.
0: Lanier, <laughs> I, I would be so damn rich. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they would be so damn rich.
0: Actually, you know what? They would, you're right. Every, more, more for everyone. That's because so it funny.
1: happened to the, it happened to the wheelhouse. Right. Right. You know, we are a nonprofit who is, we do not take any government funding. We do not take any United Way funding. Our program our, uh, is is strictly focused on the 12 steps of recovery. All 12 steps, those are listeners of yours who are familiar with the 12 steps, it's very spiritual, it's very much focused on connecting with the God as you understand a higher power that God, whatever that understanding and conception of God is, we as addicts and drug and alcoholics must connect with that and, and connect with, with, uh, uh, people around us. So we, uh, I, I lost, I lost my, uh, I lost track of what we were talking about. What yeah, we're
0: about. <laughs> no, 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 just that. Yeah, and how and how that works for you guys, and like, and then how that's going to impact, you know. This, oh,
1: oh, it, it oh so, so, so we take no government funding, yeah, and no, no United Way funding because we focus so much on the spiritual, we right. focus so much on a relationship with those around us and with God. We talk about God a lot, we talk about prayer and meditation a lot, we talk about connection. Uh, With with not only people, but also God, I keep repeating that over and over because uh, the reason why we don't take any government funding is we don't want to jump through all those hoops. We don't want to jump through all those those, uh, you know, the red tape and the forms and and the reporting and all that good stuff. So when when uh, I came to you uh, with with that desperation, we had we had no a significant stream of funding already in place from a government source. Right, all of our all of our funding is from individuals, companies, and, and corporations, and some foundations that are family foundations and corporate foundations, uh, who do not require us to to uh, put into place any kind of therapeutic or medical uh, program of recovery. So when we when we shut down for COVID, um, the donation shut down. That was scary, Brittany. That yeah. was scary.
0: I'm sure. I'm I'm sure it was. And I remember hearing this from you at the time and being like, "Whoa!" And, one
1: third, and- one third of one third of our operating expenses from fundraising. We we could not fundraise. Yeah. One third of our, one third of our, another third of our funding is from uh, uh, rent payments for room and board. Uh, we have a free program for thirty days, but after thirty days you go out and get a job and look for a job and when you do get a job you pay $90 a week in rent for your bed in the in the dormitory and so here we're we're shut down and the number of men is slowly dwindling uh to pay that rent there's no job there's no work to go to in order to pay your rent so i had to shut down rent payments at one point it, it right. was it was wild wild it, yeah
0: yeah definitely so
1: wild so how did social media help me get yes. the
0: funding back? <laughs> you guessed it. That's my next question. So okay. So just so people know the actual I I love to provide people with actual details like and we won't I won't go on and on but we had we had multiple calls together um where yes I served as like a consultant type thing gave you guidance had these conversations let you really discover a lot of things for yourself really which is kind of like very therapist-ish I guess you know <laughs> like like you you were able to really come up with your idea and stuff. And it started those gears turning essentially is what it did. And you, like I said earlier, you were willing to be a participant and to dive in and just do what it took. And you weren't like, um, being shy or holding back. You were just ready to go. So what, so talk to me about what, how it all started with social media. Was it mostly Facebook? Was it, um, the, those, the funny pool videos, like remind me of what that first like chunk of time was for you.
1: Well, I will tell you this, Brittany, and I've told you this before. Uh, I'll start with I'll start with um, I balked at you telling me, Lanier, you're the face of the wheelhouse, and I balked at that because the wheelhouse is 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 uh, is thousands of men who are clean and sober, who who give back either monetarily uh, or or show up and help men out. Yeah. The wheelhouse is thousands of men and women who. Um, who who are not in recovery that that help the wheelhouse because they they really appreciate the mission, the mission of of not only getting these men to uh, to where they're clean and sober, but these men are reconnected with their family and their children, and 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 they get married and they get jobs and they become not only productive members of society, but really cool productive members of society who are helping and giving back to society. Um, so. Lanier, you're the face of the wheelhouse. I was not, I was not comfortable with that at all, at all. And so the branding, I want to say this, the branding process that you walked me through, um, and and I'm not going to go into any details, but it eventually got to a point where Lanier put down on a piece of paper, four things that you're really passionate about, you know? And, and that was difficult at the beginning because I was thinking, Oh, well, I'm passionate about theater. I'm passionate about taking naps, You (laughs) you know, um, but, but what what I eventually came to is I spend my energy on recovery, prayer, and service. Recovery, prayer, and service. Recovery, prayer, and service. Service being volunteering, giving back, helping others, whatever. Prayer being meditation, uh, attending uh, spiritual, attending church, whatever. Um, and and recovery uh, for me is twelve steps. Uh, uh, for others, it, it could be any number of things to to. Uh, uh reach recovery uh over addiction. So branding myself, um uh recovery uh recovery prayer service, uh I figured out very quickly that the wheelhouse is branded the same recovery, prayer and service. That's what the wheelhouse is all about is recovery, prayer, and service. So once I got that, I yeah. came to understand that all the all the uh social media posts, you walk me through that, Lanier, all the social media posts that you post now not only on the wheelhouse, but also on your personal uh, platforms, need to fall into one of these three categories, right. unless it's entertaining. Sure. You can still do entertaining, right? Right. Um, so right. I, started, I started with entertaining and, and, uh, so that I could um, get as many uh, followers and likes and, and thumbs up and DMs that I could. Right. It, start, it started with, we're in shutdown. So I went down to the swimming pool. and and I got into the swimming pool and I put my telephone on the edge of the swimming pool and I did uh, stupid little uh, one-liner jokes. It was so
0: good. (laughs) And it
1: took off off from there. I was doing that on TikTok. I'm not really active on TikTok right right now, but I was doing it on TikTok and uh, using those videos from TikTok on Facebook. So to answer your question about what platforms, I started out with TikTok and I was using it as a tool and I was using those, those, uh, those funny, fun, funny, fun, entertaining videos from TikTok, not concerned whatsoever about creating a following on TikTok. I, to be honest with you, I'm not really interested in that. Um, I, what I wanted to do was use that platform as a tool to create fun, entertaining videos on Facebook and LinkedIn, right. um, not only on, on Wheelhouse, but also my personal platforms. And so it caught people's attention and it reminded people that we're still here and and uh the routine that I fell into and I still follow is entertaining two out of three and uh one out of three is is uh telling a story of some kind.
0: Right. Right. Well and and this is important for people to hear because and they've heard me talk about this before if they listen to the show for a while, but you're you're like you're you're almost like my model student. Like you're like this perfect example because you 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 took the, the idea of a personal brand, like what we talked about, it's not just the wheelhouse. Like you said, you're the face. So it's, it's really you as an individual are a brand, but you are obviously so closely linked to the wheelhouse, but you took that and then you realize I'm capable of entertaining people. I know that confidently. I actually truly have experience doing that. I know how to maybe tell a joke the right way, you know, whatever, whatever went through your mind, but like, you knew that these are capabilities of yours already and you use them in your social media to then lead people to you, which also leads people to the wheelhouse. And I think that that's, that journey and that path is something that a lot of people still need to catch onto because you don't have to just throw up a flyer and be like at the wheelhouse, we're having a barbecue. And you, like, that's, that's, that that's great and all, but like, you have to weave in those things that are going to grab somebody's attention. And that's Amen. exactly exactly what you did. And I love how you said I did it. Cause I want to get the views and the likes and the comments and the, all these things. And so many people will say, Oh, well, it doesn't matter how many views I get. And I'm like, um, let's celebrate getting a lot. Cause that means that the spotlight's on you, which of course, in your case, then means it's on the wheelhouse, which it's then literally helping to save lives. So it's important what you did. I just love how you actually just went out there and said, screw it. I know how to perform. I'm just going to do this." You know
1: you know recently Brittany uh, this has been on my mind for a couple of weeks at our, at your um, our social uh, our small business social society retreat you presented this at one point in the program and then you talked about it on your most recent podcast uh, the the three categories of, of getting out there and 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 making connections either through uh, inspiration or entertaining or education and I will say this as as someone who became four years ago, four plus years ago, responsible for a a nonprofit telling the story of this nonprofit. Uh, I started with the inspirational and the educational stuff. And it was, it was, it was boring for me. It was boring and, and it wasn't getting the traction that I wanted. Why? Because I did not me personally to take your words, the face of the wheelhouse on social media, I did not personally feel comfortable, did not fall into that educator-inspired category. So um, I, I, I leaned into the entertaining quickly.
0: Right. Yeah, you really did. Okay. So let's, so, okay. So, so all these, this couple of years ago, all these things are happening. You're, you're getting a hang of this whole personal brand on the face of it thing. You're sharing these uh, funny videos and, and whatnot, but let's, let's fast forward to in a more recent, well, Yeah. Okay. And then hang on. I had another question, but I've got way too many things. Calm down, Brittany. Okay. So (laughs) staying on the topic of your actual content that you're doing, fast forward a little bit. And now you've more recently had this explosion is the only freaking word for it on Instagram, especially with your dash cam lip syncing videos. You literally have like what over a hundred thousand followers now. And that happened in record 100,
1: 163, I think, right now. Holy
0: crap. It's it I watched you I literally watched you build this from almost nothing. Like I I just sat and watched the show. And it's mm-hmm. it's been absolutely amazing. So talk about that. Like about starting that, like what made you even want to do the dash cam lip syncing thing? How did that even come about?
1: Well, like I said earlier, I was, I, I started, um, at, uh, April, April of 2020. I started on TikTok and was using it as a tool. And I was not doing anything on Instagram at all. Personally. Now, every now and then I would post once, maybe once a week on wheelhouse Instagram, but it was very rare. Um, so, uh, 2021 January 2021, um, TikTok shut my account down, and uh, I, I think it has to do with you know I had the camera in a weird angle and 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 I did not mean to press record and I did not have a shirt on who knows but as soon as that happened
0: <laughs> yes, I was, yes
1: I was standing in the bathroom brushing my teeth or hair or something <laughs> and I was I was you know flipping through songs and videos trying to find a song that I liked right. Because I was about to get into I my know somebody. Lawn.
0: I know somebody else that happened to They they were <laughs> ch- this woman changing her shirt. Anyway, long story. Okay, yeah. so-,
1: <laughs> so so I, the TikTok account got shut down, right. and so then I opened up another TikTok, and at that point I was up to sixty thousand plus on TikTok in January. So so in one year it had gotten up to sixty thousand, which and is I, amazing. And, and I quickly. Within three months, I th- I would say on TikTok, I switched from the the poolside uh, one-liners to dashcam. I spend well, especially in twenty twenty, I spend most of I spent a majority of my time in, in my car, driving to and from different places to anyway. So I switched over to I, I opened up another TikTok account and realized um, I want to try Instagram. At that time, you were you were getting hot on on telling us about what to do on Instagram. So yes. I got onto Instagram and, and figured out that I can do the same thing on Instagram and, and uh, followers and friends of my Facebook on wheelhouse and personal platform are on Instagram. So I was, I, I noticed that, you know, so I started uh, leaning into Instagram um, and doing the dashcam videos on Instagram and so the Instagram started in February of 2021. And at this point, it's 163, I think, thousand.
0: I mean, and, and were- I really
1: do, I really do believe, I really do believe that, um, the growth on the Instagram reels, because that's where the growth came from. I really do believe that the growth came from being consistent because I started at that time doing one a day. And I've been pretty consistent about that. I will skip a day or two a week every now and then, especially on Sunday. Um, but not only being consistent about posting regularly, but also being consistent for me, also being consistent with it's the same car. It's the same angle. It's the same kind of fun. Wink, wink. You know, I'm not taking myself seriously. Lip sync. You know, yep. I don't. I don't, I don't concentrate on any kind of particular genre, you know, I'll do, I'll do a, a blues, uh, uh, an, you know, uh, an old forties blues. And then next time I'll do a, a Devo, you know,
0: so. Right. Right. Well, it's, it's working for you. <laughs> That's well, for those sure. Instagram
1: Those Instagram video <laughs> those Instagram videos, I use them the same way that I did the TikTok. So I take those Instagram videos and I do two out of three are fun. Uh, with, with no strings attached. And then one out of three is fun with some sort of story attached to it. And then I take that video and put it on either the wheelhouse Facebook page. I'll, I'll do maybe one a week on the wheelhouse Facebook page, but I always put it in my stories on Facebook. And I, and, and then once or twice a week, I'll post it on my personal. And when I post those videos, I attach a little bit more of a story to it. Right. On Facebook.
0: Right. That's cool. Cause you're getting used out of that one video in multiple places, which is smart.
1: And what, and what happens, what has, what has happened is, um, I'm more, I'm more interested in, um, our community here in, in Southeast Texas, knowing about what we do in case they want to, I'm not looking to increase. I don't know if you've noticed this, but I'm not looking to increase clients. We, we turn away men every day. We focus because our program focuses on one-on-one help for 90 days or more. Right. Um, we we and it's free for 30 days. There are there are guys clamoring and calling and banging on the doors trying to get in. So I'm not interested in money uh, from guys getting in. Right. Uh, I'm more I'm more interested in people knowing about our mission if they want to support us than than make a donation or volunteer or support us in any way that you can. So uh, I'm more interested in uh, the. Increase in, in donation revenue being local. Yeah. But yeah. what has happened with the Instagram is, uh, is as far as local is concerned, this is what I believe. And, and, and you, you talked about this on your most recent podcast again. Um, what I believe is, uh, I'm entertaining enough that people click through and follow through. And they also walk up to me, uh, when I, when I'm in the community. And they talk to me about, oh, that was hilarious, and then it turns into a conversation about the wheelhouse. So there's that entertainment that leads to uh, trust, that leads to um, what? What's the third one? Um,
0: right. Yeah, you're no like and trust. Yeah.
1: So um, and then and then the the other the other fascinating part about the 160,000 plus Instagram real followers is uh, I get calls worldwide and I DM messages. I, I mean, I get, I, I get messages worldwide from people um, reaching out. And then on top of that, I get donations from people outside of the state of Texas.
0: Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about small biz, social society. I created this mastermind membership back in 2020 because I wanted to help as many ambitious entrepreneurs as possible shine on social media. This amazing community is going strong and is filled with smart, creative, and fun members that are all rising up together. Small Biz Social Society members get access to a huge catalog of social media, online marketing, and business education led by guest experts and yours truly. And we add new classes and resources every single month. A member favorite is definitely our monthly Power Hour chat where members join me in a live Zoom call to have a business powwow. It's so fun and the support is priceless. This membership is your one-stop shop your main resource for online marketing and business guidance. And at just $18 per month, it's a steal. You don't have to do this alone. We're ready to welcome you with open arms. For more information, head to smallbizsocialsociety.com. So so well, okay, so that that leads perfectly into what I was going to ask you about how like can you give a few specific examples of how your showing up on social media as an individual has positively impacted the wheelhouse. So one is that you said that you are seeing donations from even new locations and it's not necessarily just Houston area. What else has, can you give some other examples so someone can really understand what can come of something like this, how it can benefit you, your business?
1: The, the, uh, the click through from Instagram to my website reached it. I re- reached its highest two month, two and a half months ago at 800% growth over last year. Wow. So um, the, and, and that, that it, 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 peaked about two and a half months ago and it's, it's leveled off. Um, Visibility as as there. You're yeah, gonna... it's huge. It's huge. Um, so during, uh, the year of, the year of shutdown 2020, um, this is, this is a, a this is. One thing that I hear you share often, um, and I've clarified once or twice, the, the donations and rent monies that came through, um, men participating in the program at the wheelhouse plummeted to almost zero, right? During shutdown during that year and, and was a very slow growth, um, uh, but not significant enough for us to pay our bills through, through to the end of the year. The corporate donations went away. The fundraising went away, right? Mm -hmm. Um, However, the individual donations tripled. And of the corporate and company donations that went away, there were a handful that reached out and said, Lanier, I want to write a bigger check. I want to write an extra check. I want to write you a check right now. I know that y'all are struggling. On top of that, I'll give you this. Um, I can't tell you how many stories uh, of of people reaching out to me on social media and saying, oh, hey, do you need this? Do you need that? Do you need us to drop this off? Do you need us to bring over whatever? So just the social media presence during that time, um, we got masks, we got we got uh, cleaning, cleaning products, we got sanitizing, we got food, food out the yin-yang. Um, people would call us up and say, I'm not leaving my home, but I'm going to drop ship something to you. What do you need? Um, uh-huh. and that was, that was not because I knocked on their door and asked them that was because they saw it on social media.
0: Right. Right. Well, visibility, this, this, this is a big visibility story. Yours is. And because it, and this is another lesson for anybody listening, It the more visible you are to the right people the better (laughs) the end, right? And it doesn't always have to be on such a grand scale. You happen to be super entertaining and you leaned into that strength, like you said, and you've especially exploded this year on, on Instagram with your dash cam videos. And that's, that's amazing. And and it's visibility. So, but what I'm saying though, is that it's all different levels basically. So like in your case, yeah, it went up to that huge amount of followers and that's fantastic. But other types of situations and businesses, maybe you just get up to 5,000 followers. I don't know. There's all different levels and it just depends on what you're doing. But you took that advice of like, okay, if I I know how to be entertaining and I'm willing to do it and it's pretty fun. So I'm just going to do that because that's going to get attention a lot faster. Like you said, because you weren't feeling as like into the only educate only, you know, inspire thing
1: well yeah for me i had this i had this understanding in my own head that in the beginning this is a serious thing yeah you've used this these words this is a serious thing that that we deal with addiction there are men there are men and women but in our in our family there are men dying from drug addiction and drug overdose there are men who get sober and clean uh uh, once or twice a month that we personally know that because of a relapse, they die. This is a serious thing, right? So in the beginning, before I talked to you for two years, I was trying to get the story out there through education and inspirational thoughts of the day and, and quotes and everything. And yeah, I was getting traction. And if I would have continued that, Brittany, I really do believe that uh, growth in revenue of donations would have would would be there today um but the but the growth was fast with the way that I did it um right. uh grabbing people's attention
0: right right
1: it's a struggle for nonprofits to figure this out it really is because you know, I know that I, I I can guess, I don't have experience that entrepreneurs have a struggle with this, trying to figure out what their niche is, what their focus should be, how much time they should spend, what they should talk about, what, how they should build their funnels, you know, quote unquote funnels. And, (laughs) you know, is is a 23%, you know, open rate. Okay. I don't know what to do. (laughs) Uh, But, but you pile on top of that. uh, I'm not here to make money. I'm a nonprofit. I just need to tell people what we're doing Uh uh-uh no I've I've just recently in the last year adopted the mindset of this is a freaking business that pays for for men where I'm working getting their lives back and reconnecting with their children and their wives and their girlfriends and living happy joyous and free lives this is a business that we need to pay for right right so
0: yeah, so, it really it really is, and there's no shame in that. Like I think that's another weird thing with people whenever they're getting out on social media, trying to grab the, grab people's attention, make make more money in whichever way it is. Like 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 oh, I sh- I'm kind of shy about it or what you know, like you're kind of modest about things. But it's like no, you got you got stuff to do, and like in, like you said in your case, it's actually serious. But what's so cool about it is that you're doing such. <clears throat> Quote unquote, serious things to help people, but your content is absolutely not serious. And I, you know, that I personally relate to that because my content usually isn't very serious either. And it just proves that being yourself and just kind of like leaning into the thing that feels natural for you is the way to go, even if it feels weird at first.
1: Yes. We just had a, we just had a, uh, we just had a fundraiser. Um, Art Park Players, uh, uh, Community Theater in Deer Park, is performing, is producing for the next three weekends, uh, Footloose, the musical Footloose. And uh, the the artistic director asked me to play the part of Ren's uncle. Do you know what I'm talking about? Ren I, I,
0: I was in Footloose once upon a time, yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I have like six lines in the show and I dance in the background. It's real fun i i'm enjoying the that i keep missing my entrances and the, and the director threatened to fire me but i'm doing okay so so we so they they uh our park players dedicated one of their performances they do every year except for the past two years this is the first year back from covid they have historically dedicated one night of performance to raise money for the wheelhouse so before the show started i was out and out with the patrons while they were fixing their dinner it's a dinner theater and I have all kinds of friends of the Wheelhouse there, and one gentleman walked up to me and shook his shook my hand. He said, "We don't know each other, but uh, I saw your dancing video on Facebook." And I said, "Dancing?" He said, "Yes, it was hilarious." So I clicked through and uh, to your website to see what it was all about the the fundraiser. And I did not know what y'all were doing over here with the Wheelhouse. And I looked at him and I said, "Again, dancing?" Because I didn't <laughs> think I danced on anything. And he said. Well, I'm telling you, you had a dancing video. And then I remember that I had videotaped rehearsal one night, and I just went crazy.
0: Just (laughs) flapping my
1: arms and jumping up and down, dancing the choreography, you know, all by myself. My shirt was flapping around. I had the phone on the floor, so it was a weird angle. And I was just being silly and goofy. And this man clicked through and saw that it was a serious mission that we were doing and and showed up.
0: Yep. Kind of cool. It it is cool. It's the power of social media. I think people probably um probably overcomplicated, overthink it a bit. But really it's it's I call it like it's as if you're like networking on the internet. So instead of like maybe only going to events in person and meetings in person and parties in person and all these things, you're also doing them virtually with people every day. And it can be very convenient because if you don't want to go to a real one in real life and <laughs> wow. get together, you can show up. In a video, you know. Yeah, uh, and and I, gotta, well,
1: I gotta I gotta I gotta make a confession. It's it's a struggle for me to be consistent today because I'm because everything's opened back up and I spend a lot of time on the road and meeting people and going to different functions and, and meetings and, and go to the wheelhouse and do what I need to do there with the guys, that um be showing up on social media is is has become a challenge.
0: Well, that's when you have a full-time
1: job, when you have a full-time job, it's a challenge.
0: It is a challenge. Well, I'm glad that you said that because it's, that's very real. It's not always easy to make a gazillion videos and all that stuff all the time. So what, has there been anything that you've kind of discovered that's helpful? Like just being easier on yourself or maybe filming several things at once. So that way they're already, what have you done to kind of help make it not so challenging?
1: Uh, I use Canva a lot, um, uh, so the so the uh, the carousels and the presentation kind of thing and and uh, uh, put put together you know uh, six to twelve uh, uh, separate kinds of different posts just so that I can get something out there uh, you know and I'll make another confession I use Hootsuite it's very difficult for me to to uh, be responsible for different platforms going in and using their publishing tools it's difficult for yeah. me okay uh, so I will use Hootsuite to keep. Quote unquote," Keep a presence out there on a regular basis, uh, especially during what I call for me campaigns, you know, like campaign for the for the fundraiser. Uh, there was a post at least once a day, if not twice a day for like a week, week yeah. and a half, you know, reminding people over and over that was tied into an email campaign, you know, etc. Um, and then what I do and that's for that's for the wheelhouse platforms, the right. wheelhouse, Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. Um, I'll, I'll, um, set aside time to, to bank posts and video, uh, and I'll use Canva. Sometimes I'll use, uh, often I'll use Canva, um, for the, the posts that have the little insert of a video, like, a yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And I'll,
0: I'll,
1: I'll save that on my, on my phone and then I'll go in and, and videotape myself on my phone and then paste it into that at Canva and then, and then download the the Canva on my phone and, and paste it into a, you know, when, when I feel like making a video that's tied to a, to a campaign. right? And then the flip, and then along with that, Brittany, um, I post as much as I want. And because Instagram has become fun, I uh, that's why I'm up to 160,000. I will post as much as I want on my personal um, and I will share, I will share wheelhouse to my personal and I will post on my personal and then every, in like one out of four or five of my personal, I'll post on the, the wheelhouse.
0: Okay. Kind of and forth. Do you, mm-hmm. ten, do you, well, like whenever you do like the dash cam videos, are you doing multiple in a day? Typically? Like, are, are you, you know,
1: like- I, you know, Brittany, I tried that last year um, for two or three months and it was annoying for me. And so just my personality I have, I have, um, I have fallen into a routine since like April, May of last year. So, so over a year now, I have been, I have been uh, following a routine of in the mornings. I have prayer, meditation, and, and shower, and brush my teeth, and and uh, uh, you know play time with doggy. But in my in my morning routine, as I'm getting ready. Either making the coffee, I'll just carry my phone around with me, and and on Instagram Reels, I'll just flip. Mm -hmm. You know what do you call it? Slide up, whatever. Right, scroll, (laughs) scroll. And every time I hit a song that I like that I know the words to, I will send that to myself. I don't save the song. I actually, I actually send it to myself. Right. And so, and that's just a routine I've fallen into. And so then when I get in the car, I have half a dozen. To choose from as I'm driving around okay. and so I'll just I'll just go to my my messages and Instagram and click on one of those and um and then record while I'm driving or pull over while I'm uh pull over and do it and yeah. I, I do them I do them in the mornings okay I'm not con- I, with I'm not concerned because I use it on Facebook I use those videos on Facebook I'm not concerned about the peak uh viewing times on Instagram yeah
0: yeah but it that's that's a whole other level I mean you know <laughs> that's a whole other thing like it, it's not always necessary to be worried about that like you said sometimes it's just you know we're just getting it done you're just staying out there um so okay, so before we wrap up, what would your I'm putting you on the spot here like words of wisdom be for someone else in your situation that really really and truly needs to get more of a spotlight on their business or on their nonprofit organization? Um, what, what are a couple of standouts for you that have really been the best help?
1: To help, to help peel that bandaid and just jump in. Yeah. <laughs> is all, that it? It's...
0: Just peel the bandaid and jump no, in? No,
1: no, no, no. I'm, I'm asking, is that, is that your question? Yeah. Uh, like, like somebody
0: that knows they need to probably do this as well. And they're, they really need to get more attention on their business, on their nonprofit, on their project. And it's really important to them and they need it. But maybe, well, kind of I will,
1: you know, just just personally, as part of my as part of uh, the way I live my life today, and I learned this in recovery. Uh, uh, if I'm not doing something, it's because I don't want to do it. And and if I if I if I want to be honest with myself. I recognize that. And I ask for help. and And when I ask for help, I tell whoever it is that I'm reaching out to for help, i.e. Brittany, maybe, you know, whatever. Um I tell that I tell that person I know that i don't want to do this, and I know that it's important for my business, and I know that it's important for what I do, but i don't want to do it, and i don't know how to get over that hurdle I really don't know how so so do you have any uh advice uh so I really do believe that first recognize I do that all the time i have I have success on social media, Brittany, and I do it all the time i'm beating myself up because I don't have, I'm not paying attention to LinkedIn. Well, (laughs) the reason why I'm not paying attention to LinkedIn is because I don't want to pay attention to LinkedIn. Okay. So I I forgive myself. I forgive myself. And I I call Brittany in the next couple of weeks and ask her for advice because I'm going to on LinkedIn. You know, anyway.
0: That's okay. So so asking for help and looking for support is a big is it, it could be a big yeah, help. Yeah,
1: and, and all of your listeners have heard this before. I've heard it multiple times, not only from others but from you especially, uh, from people you've interviewed, from you yourself. Um, uh, diving in, diving in does not mean that I have to have all my ducks in a row with the camera and the lighting and the microphone and the and the positioning everything. I literally put my phone on the edge of a swimming pool, <laughs> and 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 told a joke that's all i did yep. and i was i was scared what was what was fascinating was i was scared to death someone would see me someone would see me and i walked through that i walked through that for 2 months i'm in a i live in an apartment complex it's not a personal swimming pool it's a public swimming pool <laughs> and i would get into the swimming pool and i was afraid somebody would see me talking to my phone in the swimming pool right not as if people don't really do that already you know <laughs> so so, you know, walking through that fear was, was a challenge, but just peel that Band-Aid and know, just know that I'm going to do this even though I'm afraid of doing it, right? And, and so now today, Brittany, I would, you know, if I could talk to, if I could have a conversation with myself when you and I first started working together um, uh, and, and tell that, that me, you know, uh, Lanier, uh, two years ago, that you're going to be driving your car and people are going to look at you and, and give you a thumbs up in the car next to you at red lights and laugh at you. And you're going to be okay with it. <laughs> you're going to be really okay with it.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's fantastic. I love it. it, it hey, this, that's all, that's all, all of that. Very, very good advice. Cause it's all very real and very relatable. Um, okay. So before we wrap it up, tell everybody how they can find more information about the wheelhouse and how they can follow you on social media.
1: Um, well, I I am on Facebook, uh, Lanier Young. Mm-hmm. Um, the Facebook address is Lanier.Young.9. Who are the other eight Lanier Youngs? That's what I want. <laughs> Lanier.Young.9. I don't understand that. But just look for Lanier Young. Lanier not- Young with the largest amount of followings on Facebook, I think. Okay. So just do that. Do that. And uh, Insta- Instagram is Lanier.Young as well. And uh, the wheelhouse, the wheelhouse.org. And my email is Lanier at the wheelhouse.org. L A N I R. The wheelhouse.org. And when you go to the wheelhouse.org, uh, there's a donate button right there if you just want to send some cash. But there's also plenty of stuff to look at. Oh, there's a whole section so, of stories of men who have been clean and sober telling their story. Um, up, up in the upper
0: left. Really cool. Okay. Okay. The org. go to the website, learn more about what they do be inspired, um, donate money, support on social media, follow Lanier on Instagram. You will not be sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're in for a big treat Lanier, Thank you so much for being on the show today. I appreciate you so much.
1: Thank you, Brittany. I appreciate you and I appreciate all the work that you do. You're not focused on being a billionaire and changing the world. You're focused on changing us, you know, working with us and loving and caring about us. Thank you for that.
0: I do. I do. I love you.